Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Jacob as Schmidt with his far-fetched Quacko, Melissa as Cindy with her Vulpix Soul Eater, Grace as Elodie with her Milsery Cabbage, and CJ as Gimli with his Roggenrola Trevor. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Where last we left off, you all made it to Cindy's grandparents' home, the Berry Farm on Route 123. Upon arriving, you found a dwelling that was slightly disturbed. Goji and Asai were nowhere to be seen, and piles of unopened mail, including Cindy's letter addressed to her beloved guardians written the day prior, were identified. You found a displaced floorboard that took you to a basement hallway of Cindy had previously never known existed. You came across a large stone door with runic engravings that was sealed by a lock opened by entering the date of Cindy's birth. Behind this door, you found a cavern underneath the main plot of the berry farm. The room is dark, damp, and constantly writhing in uncontrollable vine growth, attempting to find purchase in the heels of our heroes. The vines stretch all over the floor, all over the walls, and up to the ceiling where they meet with the roots of dozens of berry trees above you. All the vines originate from a single point in the center of the far wall where a monster resides, seemingly sewn into the structure of this underground chamber. The monster bears a slight resemblance to Pumpkin, a childhood friend of Cindy's. However, the resemblance is exactly that, slight. It's a 12-foot yellow bulb featuring an upward-facing toothed mouth complete with rows of circular teeth and a constant ooze of purple sludge drooling out. Uh, it addresses our eclectic party members in the dank darkness with its immense, sharp, and thorny leaves that decorate its mouth and the sides of its body. With every breath this verdant behemoth takes, the entire room pulsates and breathes along with it. Cindy and Schmidt have already been pulled down and rendered prone by the wild vines that cover every surface. As Schmidt prepares to instruct Quacko to make an attack, you may all roll initiative. I will give you a bonus attack with Quacko at the start of this turn because Quacko's out and you initiated combat. This will not count as a sneak attack, but you do just to do something before anything else happens. Actually, I'm not rolling to hit it. Because you're going to aerialize. Because I'm going to aerialize. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. That's five damage because my rolls are trash. And you doubled your rolls, right? Times. Oh, I do double my rolls. It's super effective. Um, Add four to whatever I just said, so nine. Okay, yeah. Good way to start it off. Um, Quacko leaps into the air and slashes at Pumpkin with his leak, and a little streak of purple blood seems to ooze out a little bit. Gimli gets to go first in the proper initiative here. Let's Does it see. have to be Cindy's turn for her to cry, or can she cry as a reaction? I think we established <laughs> it in like the second session that you can cry whenever you want. She she is yeah, crying the whole time. Let okay. me just start with she's already crying. Great. Um, so I guess I'll bring because I don't know about Lebowski yet. So I'll bring out Trevor and Toidle. Uh I want to sand attack with Trevor. It passes natural nineteen. Uh, yawn into the victory bell. Okay. Gimli's had good success with that in the past, so you can yeah. keep it up. That move always <laughs> connects. Uh, Pumpkin will use a legendary resistance to shrug it off. It is not affected oh. by Yawn. Interesting. Um, okay. Does Gimli want to do anything? Am I in proximity of my compadres who are covered in vines? Yes. Yeah, you're okay. all within like a 20-foot row, and um, Cindy and Schmidt are currently prone. They're kind of like... Okay, I want to use my pickaxe to kind of like rip apart the vines. Like not so much like hammer into them, because that would be dangerous and require dextrex, sure. but like more like hook under and pull them to try to break them. Okay, then yeah, then you're rolling strength because you're trying to pull the vines. 
that's a 16. Yeah, who who are you freeing? Uh, I'll get Schmidt up. Okay, you do that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Cindy? I'll have Soli use Ember. We'll target Pumpkin. I'll just stay stuck in the vines, except my fate. Okay, yes. Um, <laughs> like it's still going to get you out, it's fine. <laughs> well, that's a hit. It's, I will tell you all in advance. Um, I keep saying Pumpkin. I shouldn't say Pumpkin. This is not exactly Pumpkin. This is something else. Uh, it's implanted into the wall, so it's not going to be that hard to hit for a boss, just so you know. Uh, that's that's fair. That yeah. makes sense. 18 to hit. That definitely hits. Roll your damage. It's super effective, so whatever your dice are, double them. Seven. A little gout of flame comes out of Soli's throat and singes the leaves on this super messed up Victory Bell's body. It lets out a little shriek. So can I have... Uh... Jack come out as well. Mm-hmm. Jack's out. He goes, Row! and he's instantly quite scared, but he's also brave, so he's not scared. <laughs> brave nature. He's like almost scared, yes. but like, I'm too brave for this. Exactly. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Uh, just another aerial ace? Yep. Okay, let's see it. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Max roll on one and five on the other. Not and then bad. It's plus four. Yeah. So 15. Nice. Solid Ooh. hit. Quackamages to. Dig that leak right into the same spot where he swiped before, and this corrupted, monstrous victory build lets out another horrifying shriek, and it spews a bunch of poisony sludge everywhere. Have Quacko make a dexterity save to not be drenched in venom. Plus three. That's a five. Quacko gets slightly drenched in venom. Quacko takes six points of poison damage. Oh, that's not as bad as does, does not get the poison condition, but t- took a little bit of a bounce back there. Um, is Schmidt's going to do anything himself? Or I guess we'll try to pull the vines off Cindy. Do, yeah, describe how you're doing it. Are you just like loosely pulling the... Am I not rolling for it? Or... You are, you, but I'm trying to describe what, 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 what your check is. Okay. It's probably um, dex because you're just, yeah. Um, I can't think of like a dexterous way to do this. Like, I almost want to say, like, it's just a raw strength check, because, like, what else would I do? Yeah, however you describe it is what you're going to do. If you're just going to pull at it, you just can just, just pull, at, pull it. at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I rolled a 19, but yeah. that's a minus one. So it's still an 18. But... Yeah, that's still enough. That's still fine. You managed to loose okay. the vines off of Cindy's body, and she is now mobile. Nicely done. Elodie, what's up? Elodie uh, is going to try and get a closer look at pumpkin to see if there's any like sort of devices or anything on okay. it. Sure. Um yeah, roll it. I suppose you're investing. So or sorry, investigating. I'm investing. Uh, in yeah, man. you're you're a stockbroker now. Yes. <laughs> I got a net 20 baby. Nat 20. Cool. Yeah, once again, you can see that you can tell that this is a victory bell, but it's not just like a regular victory bell. This thing is way bigger than victory bells usually are, and it has more features. It is extra thorny. It is extra acidy, goopy. It has way more vines coming out of it, and you can see that it's more or less fused its back into a slot in the wall behind it and from this wall you can tell that where all these vines like they're almost geometric like on the part of the room that you are at your feet and on the walls the vines are sprawling everywhere from directly behind pumpkin they move out in sharp angles and underneath the vines you can see a series of markings in stone that match the pattern so there's like right behind pumpkin there's all these sharp angled lines coming out all over the place that the vines are growing out of 
That's interesting to yeah. note. <laughs> um, Which Pokemon did you bring with you? I feel like you have your water cabbage. types. Okay. <laughs> I, I only have Cabbage Owl right now. I have a few water um, types. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave the other two uh, in, in, their, in their balls for now. Okay. I don't know if it's spewing like poison. Yeah, it might it's... not be a good time for Cabbage either. Oh, you're right. Uh... You don't want to give him a big kiss with all that ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do, I I guess I'll just sweet scent it right now. Just the basic move description. You're not trying to like get an effect or anything. I guess we could go for an effect. Just sort of like a calming scent. Okay. Maybe something reminiscent of the berry farm. Mm. That we're already in. Yeah. You know, that's true. I don't know. We're in the basement, though. It might not be uh, potent. Um, yeah, uh, regardless, uh, uh, this creature passes its charisma check. It got a natural 16. doesn't have a nose. <laughs> yeah, it can't smell. <laughs> you know, that's kind of true. So much, so much charisma, it forgot how to smell. Um, wait, real quick. Can I have Cabbage use Sensepiration? It is a reaction. Can I have her use it on, like, Cindy herself? Absolutely. Okay, I will do that. Yeah, you, you can use inspiration a number of times equal to Cabbage's Charisma modifier, which is either two or three, right? Yeah, it's three right now. Okay, so you get three uses of that. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, yeah, cool. so you get one uh, D6 that you can add to any roll. Including a damage roll? Any roll. Ooh. And you can do it after it's rolled, cool. too, but you have to do it before I declare what happens. Ah. Uh, um, it is now this creature's turn. Mm, this creature has gotten whacked around by a duck with a sword and is not having a good time. It's going to do two things this turn. Its first order of business is to scatter spores. Um, I'm going to require each Pokemon to make a constitution saving throw. Every Pokemon on the field. And simultaneously, it'll focus a point of green and yellow light in front of its body. Actually, uh, sweet veil on cabbage. So yeah, nobody can sleep. That's true. So wait, does cabbage or nobody? It's what's the range on that? Uh, fifteen feet. Yeah, but that's basically all, y'all. Woo! All right, oh, no rolls. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. I save my crit for the next roll I made. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, pop- that, no pocket crits. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, those are its two actions that it gets this turn, and we're gonna go back to Gimli. Uh. We are going to try the maneuver. Ooh, let's uh, go. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're loading up Trevor into the shot. Toidles tuck it in. We're ready to fire. I want to offer this to you two different ways. I've been thinking about this mechanic. Uh, so you can either roll skill checks for each individual mm-hmm. thing, or you can roll 2d8, okay? Okay. And the, the face of each d8, the closer they are to each other, the better results you'll have. Oh, I like that. Okay. So you could just do that. Like 1d8 is Trevor and 1d8 is Toidle. Okay, I got a 7 and a 5. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. It will work. All right. Okay. That, that's a, I like that. That's a cool way to do that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> it's like... Combo it, attacks, yeah. yeah. they're cooperating. They have to be in sync. Right. Okay, we're we're ready to fire. We're going to... So, so describe Wait. it, and then we'll figure out how you roll damage for this. So Torkoal's basically, because Trevor's tucked in front of the mouth hole where it would fire, basically the flame is building up, and uh-huh. then eventually it becomes too much pressure and will launch Trevor. So basically it's like a combination of Trevor becoming 
like kind of like a jet propelled rock with like fire coming at it from behind uh -huh. just launching into the victory bell head on so it's kind of like a fire based headbutt roll a regular headbutt and um, then an, an additional dive damage that's fire type 3d12 and then the modifier on headbutt yeah the yeah. single modifier okay so 27 i feel like you described that pretty well but everyone is amazed because i don't think they unless they listen to the recent session I, I don't think they know exactly uh, what what we were talking about, but it's true. Coital yeah. loads up Rog and Rolla into one of the slots in, in her shell and charges up steam and flame energy. And Trevor looks prepared as all heck for this. And Toidal launches Trevor directly into the wall where this crazy messed up victory bell is sewn in. And a just a fiery ball of Trevor smacks into the side of victory bell for a whopping. 27 damage very nice noticing mm -hmm. that it's coming out of the wall i think this might be digging time okay i want to attempt to dig not into the victory bell but like dig around it to see if i can get to a like a hollow point dislodge this thing from sure. the wall if i can get behind it yeah this so, so you can go for it this is a dangerous maneuver if you fail you will have consequences absolutely okay. i got 12 as you wield your pickaxe and go up for the swing mutilated pumpkin can see out of the side of its eye what you're trying to do and lashes at you with a fine whip and gimli's going to take eight points of damage as a long thorny lash of a vine smacks into his side and draws blood it hurts a lot it sucks Why? Uh, uh, uh cindy it's you all right jack is going to use fire fang Ooh, new action can... from your new member Yes, and it can cause Pumpkin to flinch or get burnt, both. Nat 20. Nat 20. Cool. So that is, in fact... It does burn and flinch. A critical hit. But super effective as well. Yeah, you're going to roll a ton of damage for this. Uh, for nine. someone who was crying earlier, you're really uh, murdering this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and nine. Uh, I'm so bad at math. 20, nine, uh -huh. nine, and three. Okay, 29, nine, three is 41. Okay, 41. Yeah. This creature takes a huge hit as Cindy lets out a command and Jack unleashes its first attack in this campaign. A critical hit. It leaves it burnt and the beam that it is charging is no longer charging. It's smoldering a little bit and it is leaking sludge everywhere. Um, Jack did get up close and personal to this sludge. Have it make a constitution save. <laughs> Three. It's going to take 10 points of poison damage and is now poisoned. Oh, no. Solely, I guess we can have her ember as well. 14 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Or 10, 11, 11 damage. Okay, a really nice hit from Soli there. Um, Cindy is able to do a thing if she pleases. I, I think she's just like still in shock of everything that is currently happening. Yeah, Schmidt? The plan is simple. We are going to Aerialist. You know, it is the same song and dance, but like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. True. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is broken, but I'm not going to fix it. Plus four, 12. Another slash from Quacko's leak will draw even more purple sludgy blood from this creature that splashes onto Quacko. Make a con save. Making a con. That's a 17. Okay. Plus one. Yeah. You only take two points of poison damage from. Ooh, you still take it. Okay. This creature is looking very angry. It starts to breathe heavier and it lashes its vines around um, the the whole room being covered in vines. The vines writhe faster under your feet. You can feel just constant squirming and writhing of plant life and foliage all around you. Uh, Schmidt, what else are you doing? Hanging out. Maybe getting like a white claw 
or something. Yeah, there's no white claws in here, but <laughs> cracks cracks open the white claw that he just has. <laughs> he, you know, maybe doesn't. Maybe he's just reflecting on the Lacroix that he got from Melanchie from earlier. Oh, true. That's what it was. I do. Oh uh, yes, the La lime Lacroix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lime Lacroix. Perfect. Moving on, then, Elodie. What are you doing? If I guess uh, I can't really ask if I were to use Encore, what would happen? I guess we'd have to find out. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take out Poplio, but I'm gonna hold hold her in my arms mm -hmm. and instruct her to use Encore. Okay, that's very cute. Uh, <laughs> what's the save? What's the DC? Wisdom, I believe, is an eleven. Okay, this creature gets a natural twelve. Will not be affected oh. by this encore, but I'll tell you what: the rest of the party is affected by it because it's really cute and it's a little bit of optimism in this very dark time. As uh, as Elodie just sends out her new seal friend and instructs it to use encore, it just sits in her outstretched arms, clapping its fins and bork, and it's just so cute. It's just great, but it doesn't affect this monster. Is Cabbage doing anything? I'm gonna go for a fake tears this time. Okay. So that's another wisdom saving throw, but this time the DC is 12. Okay, but this time they rolled a nat 15. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> Dang. Pumpkin with the good rolls. Pumpkin would like to continue these good rolls as it twirls its side leaves and unleashes a barrage of leaves to every creature on this field. Every creature before before this happens, like did the flinch affect any of this? Was that just to cancel the solar beam? It just canceled solar beam. Okay, I was just Cool. Um, a barrage of leaves will slice into every single creature. Tell me who gets a 15 or higher. Yes, I'm sorry. It's a deck save. Oh, which is we'll good crush for crush crit as he always does. OK, <laughs> on saving throws instrument, get a 19. Yeah. Oh, Are we creatures? Yes. Roll for yourselves. <laughs> OK, uh, Trevor got a 19. OK, so he's fine. But Toidle and Gimli both got below. So, OK. Poplio got um, a 16, but me me and Cabbage got below. Okay. Okay, so me and Soli failed, and Jack passed. Okay. So every Pokemon that saved is going to take 11 points of grass damage. Every Pokemon Wait, that made the save? That made the save. Wait, is it resisted? If it's Yes, Quacko will resist okay. it, and, and humans resist it as well. So humans... Wait, wait, wait. How does resist with odd numbers work? Uh, you round down. You take the lower round result. Down. If if the person failed, they're going to take 10 points. And if they saved, they're going to take five. Oh, I'm rolling for sturdy, by the way. Let me see if I pass. This. Oh, wait. That's above half my health. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of math for something that can be described very simply. A torrent of sharp leaves shoot out of this Pokemon monstrosity, latch into the wall and cut up every single thing on the field here. It will not take any other actions this turn, as that is an expensive action for it. However, it lets out another blood-curling shriek. It is very upset. It's Gimli's turn. So Trevor is going to try Sand Attack again. Mm -hmm. 12 con DC. Okay, they got a, exactly a nat 12, so they have extra con, so they passed. Okay, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to actually harden in preparation for combo move again. Great, you do that. Trevor fires off a little cloud of sand, doesn't seem to affect this creature, and then hardens its carapace in anticipation for mm -hmm. the next attack. Mm -hmm. Then in the meantime, Toidle is going to Ember. Uh, does an 18 hit? Yeah, it does. 11 damage. Another big hit into this messed up victory bell. Do me a favor, Gimli. Just roll a, roll a d20. 
I'm not going to tell you for what. Just roll one. Nat 20. This harden that you have instructed Trevor to do, it's not like any harden you've seen before. He is looking so resilient and so firm. Little bits of dirt and pebbles are rising up out of the ground and attaching to his body as he's hardening. It is a very, very good harden. Oh. Cindy. All right, we're going to have Jack use Fire Fang again. It's 18, 10, plus 3, 13 damage. Okay. Actually, let me add my Sunspiration also. Sure. Get some extra damage in there. That's two more damage. So 15 15 damage. It's something. In in these kinds of situations, we take that. Um, Yeah, another bit of flame fires off. Latches onto pumpkin, lets out another scream, and it's wiggling a lot. It is writhing quite a bit. The vines beneath you are going crazy. Is Cindy doing anything else? Uh, Soli's gonna use Ember. Uh, 16 to hit. Okay, yep. Yeah. 9. This thing is looking very, very upset. Anything else with your turn, Cindy? Uh, Cindy's gonna like pull out the rock again and see if there's any like effect because it was glowing before so like just to see if there anything happens yeah just roll a d20 just straight 11 11 yeah it's there's two diamonds on it they're glowing a very rich green um and the whole stone seems to be trembling i know elodie did this last turn but if i bring out another pokemon would i be able to act with both of my pokemon yes but schmidt wouldn't do anything okay like schmidt's action would be sending something out i would like to send out jessica Hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Um, and Jessica's going to use Helping Hand okay. on Quacko. Ooh. Uh-oh. Quacko's going to hit him with a nice aerial ace. Okay. Cha-cha-cha-cha. So, so I'm curious. That extra D6 doesn't get doubled on no. Super Effective, No, right? no, no. Helping Hand is so Helping Hand. So it's just 3D6 plus 4. Yep, yep, yep. 15. Yeah, that's still a great hit. That's still amazing. Yeah. Um, Quacko is in melee range. Is going to have to take a con save against the resulting poison ooze. Yep, 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 yep. Plus one, twelve. Yep. Only, only taking uh, three points of poison damage from the resulting splash of poison. You can see that after that aerial ace, uh, again, the vines are writhing like crazy, and especially the ones that are closest to this creature, but it's also gradually starting to loosen itself from the purchase it's found in this wall here. Elodie. I'm going to put Poplio back in her Pokeball. Yes. <laughs> and with Cabbage, can I try and use Sweet Scent to um, lure it away from the wall? Like, try and, like, do, give it a very alluring scent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Charisma save? 18. Ah, okay. It's just not working out for cabbage today. Cabbage? The scents just aren't cutting it. This thing is so used to scents, it doesn't care about these sweet scents at all. Smelly, smelly, dank basement. Anything else you want to do? Suppose it wouldn't hurt to give somebody a sensepiration. One, two, Schmidt. What does it smell like? Uh, It smells like that Um, boy. um, It's like a, it's oh, okay. (laughs) I was gonna be, it's gonna gonna be gonna like say? a like a fancy like Versace cologne. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, you're right. It is a Versace cologne. Yeah, it's so inspiring. Um, for Schmidt. Yeah. 
It's like, this is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, like, the name of the line that it is? Versace Eros. Yeah. Eros Flame. Eros, yeah, for sure. Perfect. That's what we were looking for. Yeah, you are very inspired. It's awesome. Someone else is inspired on this field, and it is this Corrupt Mutant Victory Bell. It lets out the loudest shriek it's let out yet, and it pulls it, pulls it, pulls its body, and it flops out of the wall. Um, it turns itself over and faces you all, so it's like... How do I describe this? It almost looks like a quadruped. There are vines coming out of its body that stretch into the ground, and it looks like it has like eight legs now that are just vines that are coming out of the ground, and its mouth is facing towards you all. It lets, oh. it lets out a shriek, and vines shoot up from all over everyone, and all of the people have to make a deck save. All the people, not the Pokemon? All the people. And you know what? Yeah, sure. All the Pokemon, too. All the ones that aren't flying or have wings. Thanks. Thanks for that, Schmidt. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm exploding. So I'm What's the DC? Uh, It's going to be 15. All right. Cindy failed. Soli failed. Passed. And Jack failed. Woo. What was the DC again? 15. Everybody except Jessica passed. Okay. So let's see who was Jessica flying. No, Jessica was helping with a hand. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, so Gimli passed and Trevor failed. Every creature who failed just gets immediately restrained by vines, and this victory bell creature that is now looking like an arachnid lets out another shriek, and it runs immediately up towards Jack and whips it with vines, dealing only eight damage. Oh my god damage after resistances it rolls up to soli and also deals eight damage it rolls up to cindy slaps cindy across the face dealing four damage goes up to jessica slaps with vines deals eight damage goes up to toidle slaps it with vines across the face deals four damage goes up to trevor trevor deflects the blow trevor isn't having this no trevor starts hardening harder and is encompassed by a glowing white light. Super hardened. It lightens up the dark chamber, and the victory bell shrieks in recoil as its target refused to take damage. Too firm. Trevor has evolved into a boldor and gets an extra action this turn. I have sent you a new character sheet for Trevor the boldor. Oh, cool. That's right now. All right. Face to face <laughs> with an octopedal victory bell whose mouth is gaping right in front of it, dripping sludge and ooze. Battered and burned. <laughs> What's Boldor going to do? Oh, my God. Is it time for finally to hit a rock blast? Let's see it. Please hit it. For, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got four hit. Okay. We got all five hits. Okay. Roll the damage. Okay. Roll the damage. <laughs> 17. Wow. Pretty solid hit. Yeah. So you all just witnessed as Trevor the Little Rog and Rolla glowed a bright white light after hardening very intensely and is now about twice the size. Um, it's nice and wide. It looks very heavy. And it has all of these particles of dirt and rock that are floating around it as it seems to have increased its mass. It's almost like it has its own orbit of dust particles. And you watch as it empties five large boulders straight down the gullet of this eight-legged victory bell monster just boom 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 straight down the throat and it tries to shriek but it cannot and it flops over on its back and it continues writhing and the vines are going crazy you can notice that as this thing is more or less on its back 
right? Um, attached uh -huh. to its back is a rectangular object that is glowing the same color as the stone that Cindy has. Um, we're back over to Gimli. Boldor can go again. We just readied ourselves for our ability. Let's see if we can actually get this combo attack now that Boldor's bigger. Sure. Wait, <laughs> didn't Boldor just use Rock Tomb? Yeah, it was a bonus. But it was a bonus action for evolving. Yeah. Bonus, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so we'll do the 2d8. How close are we? Two and four. Yeah, it yeah, works. Cause, yeah, because it's, it's range, right? That's yeah. how we're doing that? Yeah, mm -hmm. Okay, Okay, we're, we're readying it up. Fire it up. Now it's time it's bigger, so... Yeah. So your, your <laughs> headbutt damage so should have increased, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's much higher. Yeah, so what is it now? Um, so it's 2d plus four, so instead you're yeah. going to roll uh, 5d8 plus four. 28 yeah <laughs> nice yeah um that's weird. yeah oracle charges up its body once again and slots in this time a much larger rock into its shell and with a blast a fiery explosion launches trevor the boldor towards this eight-legged victory bell that's writhing around on the ground dealing a massive massive blow it is not down for the count it is still very, very furious, and it is going to send a vine whip now, this time, at Cabbage, dealing 12 damage. Okay, that's fine. As Cabbage gets raked across the face with a sharp, thorny vine. Is it is it rolled over right now? Yes. Can <laughs> can I attempt to hogtie it with rope? You can try, sure. Yeah, with Gimli, because I saw my action, so... This, again, it will be hard, and it will be dangerous. You're going to have to roll quite well. Uh, 20? Not that. A dirty 20? Dirty 20, yeah. Okay, yeah. You manage, while this thing is writhing around, to um, strap down the front part of its body, where its mouth is, um, to avoid your hand getting bit. Give me a dexterity save. <laughs> Oh, we got bit. That's got a nat bit. one. A nat one? That's really bad. Yeah, that's okay. super bad. Um, Gimli is going to take eight points of poison damage and is poisoned. As, while successfully tying down part of this victory bell, um, gets chomped right on the arm. It's blood and poison, and it's awful, and it hurts. So what are the effects of having this thing tied down now? It's partially tied down. It's, it's partially restrained. Um, I know, I'm just like wondering for the rest of the party what yeah. that entails you know it's gonna have a harder time moving around cindy i'm gonna pull jack like return jack because he's he has one hp okay um <laughs> so jack's jack's coming back can i let out yeah that would be your yeah, yeah. cookie yeah. wouldn't be able to do anything because you're doing a complete switch right you can still yeah, solely yeah. do something though okay so cookie will come out because cookie also resists grass damage so mm -hmm. that's Actually, remind me Cookie's ability. It's Sap Sipper, right? Yes. I believe you're immune to grass damage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Broken. Yeah, that's kind of really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Soli is going to uh, Ember. 18 to hit. That'll do it. 10 damage. Victory Bell lets out another terrible scream and continues writhing again in pain. The vines beneath your feet are going crazy. They're almost pushing you backwards. Another one stretches up out of the ground and lashes out towards Quacko, dealing oh, no. uh, 10 points of grass damage, so 5 points of damage to Quacko as he gets whipped across the back by a, an unsuspecting vine behind him. Um, that's Cindy's full action. Schmidt, what are you doing? How close is this thing to, like, dying? 
Uh, you could roll to try and find out. Like investigation. Okay. That would that would be Schmidt's thing. His Pokemon can still do stuff. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, what kind of roll is it? Investigation. Uh, uh, yeah, just give me a straight twenty, and we'll figure it out. Oh, just a straight twenty. I got a twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, this thing. It's it's curious. Like its body is weak, right? But it is it has an unrelenting power about it. It is just not ready to give up. Um, it is all singed and cut and bashed and its teeth are broken and it's just oozing from all over the place and it wants to retire. It really does, but it just can't yet. Elodie, remind me there is some kind of glowing thing like lodged inside of it or. Yes. Like on its uh, back. Yeah. In its back. It's now facing upwards because it was flipped over. It's hard to tell with the victory bell what direction it is, but. Use the leak as a crowbar to dislodge it. <laughs> uh honestly <laughs> i'm trying to think like how much force would it take to get this thing out if i were to do that what kind of role would that be how would you want to do it you know what before before we before we tr- attempt to make the role i would like just cut a helping hand quacko um and then yeah just the leak is a crowbar leak is a crowbar yeah give me um it really could be both i kind of want you to give me both checks like i want you to give me a dex and a strength a dex to get the proper purchase and a strength to see how far you can pull it uh well both rolls are 19 (laughs) actually i'm gonna save the helping hand can i do that yeah 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 you can do that that's fine um yeah both rolls are 19 which with crack quacko since he's using his leak wouldn't it technically count as a crit right or is that only on attack rolls uh no, he's using his leak. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I think that's a crit. I, I think that works. As before, as a reaction, this creature is going to go for a leaf blade. As Quacko is doing this, right into Quacko. Um, does an 18 hit Quacko. Including resistance, that's going to go down to 12 points of grass damage. Quacko, Quacko on like his last leg doing this. Yeah, Quacko basically out of endurance. Flops, flops, maybe he flops, I don't know. He he flutters, he flies over on top of this Victory Bell monstrosity and pries in his leak under this this slate, this tablet, this stone that is etched into this monstrosity's body and he leverages it just perfectly, critically, one might say. And you can tell as he is sliding it in, the vines begin to retreat. Very, very slowly all around you as he pries and he pries and he pries and it pops. And you hear the sound of stone hitting clay sediment and streams of green energy fly out from all around it as it gradually shrinks and shrinks and shrinks in size. Its monstrosity characteristics, its extra leaves, its extra teeth begin to fade away. And before you, you see a limp, sad, mangled, Normal-sized victory bell, just breathing heavily on the ground. You are out of initiative. What do you do? Pumpkin! Do you run up to Pumpkin? Yes. Okay. Do you intend to do anything? You just want to embrace it? You just want to... Give, yeah, give, a, give Pumpkin a hug. Okay. Um, we, we, we have a healer on our team, right? That's me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, I can run over and... Can we, can we heal? Sure. I, was, like, I was like, can I suck the poison out of my body already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of poison, Cindy, you are hugging a poison creature. You have to make a con save. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
Well, uh, I got a, a five. Yeah. What's you, the roll? It's a constitution save. That's a minus one, so four. Yeah. And then this one is ten. Uh, so you would take a certain amount of poison damage, but this thing is in a very different state. Yeah, you take one point of poison damage. It kind of stings where you were whipped, right? It's, you have little mm. little cuts on your on your body. It's you, you embrace pumpkin and it hurts it burns but you do it for the love anyways you you pull your head back a little bit and you can see its eyes you're basically eye to eye here um and it slipped out of the restraints that gimli made because it's shrunk in size about about three times and you look and you recognize pumpkin's eyes the loving friendly sad pumpkin uh, other people are trying to do stuff yes i'm trying to suck the poison out of my body i got a 19 so okay it's, it's just applying self okay <laughs> I was just going to like a lot more hardcore than Schmidt. Schmidt's like an LED. He's literally I got hit on the head. So I'm just going to like literally just hardcore suck it out. We'll we'll do it. That's kind of wild. I was was like, well, I technically got 23, 25 with survival. So like (laughs) we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Cindy has two HP. Uh huh. And she's exhausted. Yes. So she's probably like laying on the floor now. Yep. How do you heal people? Can I like heal the people? Yeah. What? What? Describe how you would do it. Like, what, what's your intention here? And apply bandages. Yeah. To wound. Apply bandages. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah. Go. Whoever you're you're doing that to, make a medicine check. So I definitely Cindy. Um. And I guess Gimli took a lot of damage from poison. Schmidt, did you take? No, but Quacko's really hurt. Okay, I can I'm do like holding the band- Quacko in my hands, like out towards Elodie, like Quacko, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> I'll get to Quacko in a sec. Let me just roll this for the people first. Wait, what am I rolling? Uh, medicine. I just- you you have a passive okay. too. I don't know if it's applicable here. Aromatherapy. What are the details on that again? Just when you heal, it's more effective, right? Yeah, it's just healing effects administered by Elodie and her Pokemon level three and higher recover an additional die of HP. Okay, but these are just kind of generic. Okay, we'll give you a bonus. Yeah, it, it's it makes more sense on like potions and stuff, but we're just kind of doing general doctor things, so you, you'll do it better for sure. Um, what did you roll for Quacko? So I guess for Quacko, I got a thirteen. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you managed to, at the very least, stabilize Quacko. He is in a position where he's not likely to fall below one HP. He's battered, he's hurt, but he's doing all right. He has a little bandage wrapped around one of his legs, and um, his feathers are a little ruffled, and you managed to mat them down a little bit. Um, And if anything, his confidence is doing fine. That was never really threatened, honestly. No, no, no. Can I heal, like, Gimli and Cindy, too? Yeah, it'll be individual medicine checks. For Cindy, I got a dirty 20, and then for Gimli, I got a 12. Okay. For Cindy, you managed to, you have some cloth of some sort. Maybe it's a part of your apron that you've peeled. I don't know. But you managed yeah, to okay. mat out some uh, toxic ooze that managed to find its way into Cindy's cuts. And uh, she's doing a little bit better. Again, you're not really healing here, but you're stabilizing their condition. You try to help Gimli, but like he's kind of on top of it. Uh, he kind of he kind of already helped himself in a ridiculous way. Um, you <laughs> offer him some some wrapping, but he's he's kind of fine. I'm fine. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no worries. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, the vines are gradually retreating. There's only a few left that kind of dangle off of the far wall where Victory Bell was planted. Um, you can still see the roots above you from the berry trees. They're just dangling down into the room. And as the vines pull back, exposed are a bunch of storage shelves and a figure who is leaning up against the wall. It looks humanoid. Oh, no. The door is still closed? 
No, the there was the door was open. Vines it was just covered gone. in vines. The door is now the vines have retreated. So, do we engage or do we just nope out of here? Well, I mean, we made it. We did all this. Might as well climb in the hole. There's no okay. hole. Sorry, oh, I thought you just like a doorway, metaphorical hole. Okay, no, there's no new doorway. It's the door you came into, right? Oh, there's no doors in I... here. Um, there's a person who is slumped against the back corner of the wall, closest uh, oh, to. Yeah. Oh. And there, um, there's a victory bell that is hurt. There's a Cindy that is just kind of exhausted, crying, defeated. Uh, not really defeated because succeeded in this, but just crushed mentally. And there is a rectangular rock as well. Call out to the humanoid figure. Hey, what are, what are you doing down here? There is no response. Uh oh. I'm going to approach this. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, can I investigate? Someone can. Yeah, because maybe you should tend to pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. go tend to pumpkin. You can go do that. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll walk I'll over. I'll walk with have... you just in case. But yeah, like, yeah, we'll yeah. Go. yeah. Roll an investigation. investigation. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very bright in investigating, so I'm just here to make sure you're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Okay, dirty twenty. Yeah, you see exactly what this is. This is a person who is wearing a uniform that you are not unfamiliar with. It is the same looking uniform that Alexander, the team energy grunt, was wearing at the Weather Institute. They do not have a visor on their face, but they're wearing the same kind of skin type gray clothing. There's a little yellow insignia on their chest. Their skin is ghostly pale. And you notice something incredibly disturbing. Where their eyes are, are no eyes, but blooming flowers. Oh, no. <laughs> He's so dead. <laughs> he's, he's so dead. Oh, no. All right, two dead bodies in a day. <laughs> Do you want to go bury him? We gonna bury him? You can take him outside. Gonna bury him. Um, he's underground. He's uh yeah, he's already like becoming like a like a like a pot for this plant that's growing out of him. I think we can just leave. He's literally a corpse flower. What do you mean? Cindy calls out, bury him by the berries. It'll be good fertilizer. The wow. burial. That's metal. The burial. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hate it here. Before we okay. We're gonna have We're going to request Gimli drag the body out. Yeah, that's that's fine. Guys, I'm gonna because uh, Schmidt is not touching that. Right. Um, I, we would like to continue to investigate. Other things in the room. Sure. sure I'll, should I take this body outside while you guys investigate? That would have yeah, been. Do you want to check its pockets first, maybe? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's for like evidence. information. For information. information. Yes, I'm not a criminal. Air quotes evidence. <laughs> well, I mean, Cindy just like buried a body, saying it was good fertilizer. Apparently, everyone here is just a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just evil yeah i guess i guess we'll loot it first what the no, heck no, loot it. i just i want to know if there's like a controlling device or something i don't know uh, yeah i'll i'll i guess i'll rummage through the pockets because like schmidt won't touch him so give me a rummage what what is a rummage investigation <laughs> okay i don't have bonus in that what is that int Oh, <laughs> dude, I got a, I got a two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Interestingly, Wait. rather than any objects or anything, his pockets are full of soil. Oh, weird. All right. Well, time to pick up this dude. Strength check. Here we go. 
No, you, you uh, do it. You do it. It's a oh, dead okay. wave. You're strong. You do it. I, I am big strong. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I, I guess go about the place. I'll take this outside. <laughs> it's got soil in his pockets. Go make good fertilizer. <laughs> Damn. I'm worried about us. I, yeah, that are, mentally are we disturbed. The bad guys? I mean, I just bit my hand open and sucked poison out. I don't think I said this last that. week. Can we update we the suspects to include the Schmidt pack? Ourselves, yeah. Sus list us. Ourselves. This is, this, going, is so, this is so us, guys. That's going right under the stone. Yeah, we're just going to uh, bring this corpse upstairs so you guys can investigate the room cleanly. You do you. Cindy will grab the rock that came out of Pumpkin and put it with the other rock. Okay, I'm going to have you do a couple things here. Um, just roll okay. a straight okay. d20 here. Uh, 16. Okay. As you lift up this rock from the ground, um, you can see from directly under it a little patch of grass that immediately withers as you remove the rock. Oh. Do you oh. place it next to the glowing, trembling stone that you were given by the silver fox? Yes. Okay. As you position it close by, a glowing white slit opens up. It opens up on the side of the rock that Zoe gave you. Um, it seems to be kind of calling towards this new green rock that you're holding. Do you put them together? Yes. Okay. You put them together, and this new green tablet just it's sucked in, and the diamond-encrusted one that was gifted to you by Zoe stops trembling. It gives a final satisfied green glow, and nothing happens. Oh, stick it back in my backpack. And Anyone else doing stuff? Anyone else? Uh, I'm going to investigate the next thing in the room you said there was some sort of stone the rectangle thing yeah um cindy already dealt with it cindy put it inside oh. the other stone gotcha 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 was there a third thing there's like shells or something or whatever yeah they're i, w- I won't have you roll for them they're pretty inconspicuous uh they have okay. all sorts of stuff if you like want it for some reason there's like shears there's a rake there's a hoe there's like little pots and like uh all sorts of stuff for storage there's like racks there's glass bottles, whatever you'd want to look for for as a gardener. Can yeah. I investigate like the markings on the wall? You sure. said there were markings that the, the vines slid did into. You, mm-hmm. Did you tend to uh, the wounds of? No, uh, I'll do that real quick. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll roll a medicine. Fifteen. Yeah, pumpkin is very hurt and is also like it's definitely crying and it's a combination of sad tears and happy tears it's really happy to see cindy but it's like really sad about something else you again you manage to stabilize it you put it in a position where it isn't like suffering um is definitely hurt it could probably use a potion but it's alive and it's okay uh i'm gonna while i'm investigating i'm gonna have like cabbage kind of like chill out with it and like i don't know i guess try and like cheer it up a little bit sure yeah can i get a cabbage charisma check yeah Dirty 20. Yeah. Um, Pumpkin is really happy to hang out with this friend. They're, they're just vibing. Cabbage is just cooing and Pumpkin's just like, just <laughs> suffering and Cabbage is just cooing cheerfully. And it, it's, it's helping. It's definitely helping. Now, can I like check out the markings on the wall and sure. the floor? And stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be interesting. Roll me either religion or arcana. Checking with them. okay. I mean, I think they would be the same for me. 
14. You recognize a script that you aren't particularly familiar with, but it has characters that kind seem similar to the language that you speak. I was going to say, I would suggest everyone go upstairs so we can get berries from the berry farm to just kind of get everybody healed up and recovered and not poisoned and just like have a little berry party and funeral. <laughs> berry party and funeral. For um, the man that we do not know. Yeah. For we don't even know person. his name. We'll call him Barry. Oh there my god. God. Barry, oh. Barry next to the oh. berries. Oh. Uh, you're in my hell, that. Uh, <laughs> no. Is there any like fermented berry juice hanging around? He's looking for wine. <laughs> fermented berry. Yeah, give, me some, give me some of that wine. Yeah, what's the next course of action? Berry um, party funeral. Get <laughs> drunk. Forget everything. Okay. Do we do we all wander upstairs? Yeah, I'm already up here. And so. yeah. are we gonna yeah. stay indoors? Or are we gonna go outside to the trees? We're gonna we bring pumpkin too, or pumpkin will follow along. Yeah, pumpkin is able to just kind of like flop very gingerly along. Are you you are you in the house? Are you outside? We're still in the house currently, right? Yes. Unless you want to go yeah. to the berries, is what I'm asking. Telling everybody what the berries are, what they do. Yeah. You all step outside and amidst all this chaos that you've had the past 24 hours, it is very quiet. The sky is a dim gray and it's raining very gently and you all just take a moment and you just kind of exist in silence for a second. In a moment of reprieve from all this turmoil, you just enjoy the rain. Uh, Sydney takes you over to the berry farm. There's some berries in baskets that are already harvested, and there's a lot that are still on trees. It's just a really pleasant light drizzle, and it's like 5 a.m. Cindy, furthermore, is still very tired, but she's able to explain to you what berries do what and whatnot. You enjoy having some berries? Can I get some description of this uh, funeral? Well, somebody needs to dig a hole. So I decided that every time I have to dig something, it's going to appear as some kind of like... I, I don't want to say it's like a cutscene action, but you can definitely visualize it as such. It's like, dig, and then I get like kind of like steam engine coming out of my ears. <laughs> like I'm prepping to dig. <laughs> it's like, and it's like somehow you hear a whistle, but it doesn't seem to come from anywhere. <laughs> and you're like, huh? Yeah. Give me, um, with that flavor, give me your, your dig check. Okay. Dig check. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah, it's sufficient. You're a little bit more tired than you were when yeah. you dug up um, the gravesite for but the enthusiasm for digging Zoe. never stops. And you're definitely less enthusiastic than when you saw your coworker Alyssa. True. Uh, any, any descriptions for this service? Any eulogies this time? <laughs> I'm just digging the hole, guys. So. Poor Gimli, man. He's such to bury two dead bodies in a day. <laughs> Much worse have been buried in the mines, my friend. <laughs> Much worse. Everyone's too tired for any emotional service. It's just we don't know all. him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Barry was probably a bad man. <laughs> he seems to be part of the bad team. Put him in a hole. At least we didn't decide to cremate him. Uh, not we have plenty of options, but we decided not to cremate him. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I want to be gentle with this. I just like drop him in. Like, okay, yeah, I'm good with that, man. 
He seemed like a bad guy that we don't like. <laughs> At least on the bad team. You do that. Yep. Um, speaking of a new day, I need Gimli to roll a D100. Oh, yeah. 37. You check on your egg. It's it's warm. It's it's hanging in there. Despite all this action that you've been through, it seems to be mostly undisturbed. It's vibing. I, I mean, I guess I'll wait on this. I was like, I still have rope. Would it be possible to, like, leave Toidle out and tie the egg to Toidle for, like, as a makeshift incubator? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That'd okay. be kind of crazy. Do, like, a medicine or, like, a MacGyver, like, a dexterity? I don't know. Do you have any justification for a skill that this would work with? I mean, I really don't. That's the issue. Yeah. It's like, I've, like, it's all, like... I don't know, instinctual thing. I'm like, well, like, heat will probably, like, make this hatch faster. So I think if I'd, like, tie this to a toad okay. <laughs> to my heat source, like, maybe this will work. I think it's like almost is... a survival instinct thing, but it's not. It's, like, really It's weird. not survival. It's, like, almost medicinal right. in a way. So I'll let you choose right. between dex or wisdom. Um, I'll do wisdom. A 13. You kind of, uh, MacGyver a little hyper egg incubator onto Toidle's back. It's pretty funny looking, but Toidle doesn't mind. Yeah, um, yeah. motherly instinct kicks in for Toidle. Yeah, well, like yeah. 6 a.m. Are we healing everybody with <laughs> all the berries? It's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. For bed. I know you probably want to go <laughs> like, to bed. It's, like, it's probably like, like 7 or 8 in the morning. Yeah, our sleep schedule is bed. I do think it's long rest time. Okay. Are we are we outside still, or did we end up? Yeah, I, I'm assuming that you guys did your burial. You got your berries, and it's still kind of drizzling, which is kind of nice because you're all sweaty and awful feeling. But also, like, if you want to sleep, you got to go inside. Okay. Let's go inside. Okay. Yeah, let's go inside. Take a nap. Okay. Is it nap time? Is it long rest or short rest? It's long rest time. Okay. Long, rest. long rest time. <laughs> okay. Cindy desperately needs some some sleep without all the birds. Can I investigate if there is alcohol in the facility? <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, it's, is it a crit? I can't see. It's a, it's a net. Yeah, it's a crit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only do you find, like, bottles of a, what is clearly a fermented alcoholic liquid, but you find, like, barrels with taps in them that is full of what is basically just berry moonshine. There is so much of it. Yeah, <laughs> Schmidt's gonna hit that a little hard. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's time to hit that a little yeah. hard. Definitely gonna hit that. Um, roll a con check, con save, roll a con check. Yeah, I got you, Cindy. Everybody who's drinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you guys are too, yeah. Dirty twenty. Okay, I'm a beast. Uh, plus con plus two. Oh yeah, also dirty twenty. Okay, I got fifteen. Okay, Cindy, are you? You probably. I don't know what you're gonna do. Cindy is not drinking. Yep. Cindy wants to sleep. That is totally fair. Cindy is underage. Um, <laughs> DD. Cindy um, is underage. Yeah, you guys... Not that I know what the drinking age in uh, Owen is, but... <laughs> you guys I have, guess you're right. Uh, have like a little... Yeah. Gosh. You've been through a lot today, and the three of you are just sitting around sipping on some really, really delicious fermented berry juice. Um, before you go to bed... While you're drinking, what what'd you guys like talk about? What do you do? I never expected to be on this kind of adventure, but I'm kind of glad it's with you guys, honestly. <laughs> it's been a, a different time than I expected, but it's a heck um, of a time. It's a heck of a vacation, I'll say. 
later in the night, Schmidt tries to start a drinking game. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever seen Shanghai Noon? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, the, the I'm gonna drop it in voice text, but they do the drinking game for that, where they're just like yelling at each other in like a weird language. <laughs> yeah. And then after every shot, so it's like Uno Moss. And we're just like in bathtubs too, right? Yeah. There's all clearly the all these bathtub, bathtubs actually. Yeah. <laughs> so like well here's the thing is that like cindy's grandparents are like kind of old and they're also kind of wealthy so they have like a pretty nice tub uh, <laughs> like a jacuzzi yeah, yeah. i keep envisioning that we were like in a shack but i forgot that we're like on like a, a ranch you're house on, to you're, a you're on a plantation yeah. basically like it's right. it's, it's nice. like a plantation home yeah um and the the tub comfortably would fit the three of you if you so chose to do so Cindy is asleep. Yeah, in her bed, in her childhood. Why not? I'm gonna be so well rested. Yeah, there's yeah, it's decked out. There's plenty of robes. There's plenty of towels. There's like, man, it's so good. It's got it's got little jets in it. Um, There's a window that overlooks the the farm. It's still drizzling. Anything else you guys want to RP here before you just take the slumber? I guess RP being hungover. Role play next day. Oh yeah, you want yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But anything the night of. No. Okay. Law and rest would insinuate that you all sleep eight hours, and we'll suggest that Cindy sleeps ten because she's extra tired and she also went to bed right away. Does that seem fair for everyone? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. It's like four p.m., five p.m. You're all starting to stir. I guess uh, Schmidt might be yeah. a little hungover. <laughs> Schmidt's a little hungover. I am probably not, but <laughs> I guess we can check for that, right? Did you con roll? If you that? want to, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to. Yeah. You've been through a lot, so I didn't want to make you suffer. But if you want to bring it upon yourself, you are more than welcome. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. Let's go. Oh, I got a 15. I'm good. Yeah, you're fine. I got a 10. Maybe I'm a little hungover. You're a little queasy. You're a little nauseous. Yeah. The I guess I should roll too. The the comp- roll at disadvantage because you said you were drinking more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ellie, uh, you're, you're, got... you're okay, but you're not feeling great. <laughs> Schmidt got a two. Yeah, dude, you're you're like barfing. Wow, yeah. <laughs> how how appropriate across the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're straight up yeah. not having a good time. You definitely <laughs> wise old it. man doesn't get hungover. This is probably a little uh. A little it's bit stronger just... alcohol than he's used to in the city. Yeah. Cindy yeah. makes everybody a very nutritious berry-based uh, breakfast. Because mm-hmm. she can see that they're all not doing great. Or berry <laughs> pancakes. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was just thinking like, oh, smoothies. Um, no baked. Whatever. No, I'll make pancakes. Or, or berry pancakes. We do straight up have a baker with us. So Yeah, we do actually. Okay, Cindy, harvest the berries for breakfast. <laughs> you can we can both make them some pancakes. Uh, Over the ropes, making pancakes. Can I can I get a uh, can I get a a charisma from Elodie? Sure. This is a baking check. Yeah. Baking check. Baking check. I got eighteen. What was it? Eighteen. Everyone in the party gets a plus two to charisma checks for the next day. Pancake charisma bonus. It's not much, but it's something. 
you know, that's good. Plus two. Cool. So you have your um, your 5 p.m. breakfast. And once again, the sun is already starting to set. Honestly, we've been through so much. I forget where we're going. Marvel. Uh, I think we're headed to Marvel. Um, I mean, we got to meet back up with Sam. I think perhaps. Don't we have to, like, investigate what happened to your grandparents? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not here. We can investigate more. We haven't investigated the mansion. We investigated the basement. Yeah. I'd say as we're everyone else better than Schmidt, but as we're stirring through the day and the evening, because we're getting up at, like, 4 or 5 p.m., right? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I think we just spend the evening, like, just walking through the mansion, just investigating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think mansion might be a little generous, but it's like a it's an upper class house. I wouldn't say mansion. Yeah. It's not like sprawling, but it's, it's just plantation it's a, home. It's a nice ass home, basically. Um, yeah, I guess if you're investigating, give me checks. I suppose. Yeah, those of you who are doing that, I might as well. Like, I'm not very good at this, but all right, I'll have Cindy investigate to oh, see if like yeah. anything's out Nothing specifically out of the like ordinary. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, okay, I got a eighteen. Okay, I got a seven. Okay. Yeah, I love that proficiency in investigation. 18. Uh, you run around the house. You're looking for things. You're checking in with Cindy. Like, is this normal? Is this normal? Is like, is this supposed to be here? And for the most part, everything is fine. Um, there's a couple places, especially by the front door, that seem to have been disturbed in a way that um, Goji and Asai would not do so. But there aren't any clues as to where they would be going soon like there's nothing on their calendar there's nothing on the on the counter there's nothing on the table in their bedroom besides information about the 50th annual lily cove city summer festival um, there's nothing that would suggest that they've been back since then and there's nothing that would suggest that you know they're going to go anywhere else besides that you also managed to find some supplies you managed to find uh, a bunch of materials that were used to take care of the farmhand pokemon you come across five super potions. You come across two revives. You come across. Oh, yeah. Interestingly enough, you come across um, what is typically used as like a pesticide. But you have it. You have two super repels. Well, but as far as leads to where your grandparents might be, there really isn't anything. So it was five super potions, two revives, two repels, pesticide. Yeah. I think the uh, repels are pesticide. It's like the same thing. They have the same function, yeah. really. Oh, okay. They're super repels. Exactly. Super repels. Should we divide up the stuff? I mean, I, mean, I, I think you should hold on to medicine-oriented things. So all of it? Yeah. <laughs> are all yeah. of the potions, at least? Should I take the revives, um, too? Or? How would we want to do this? I mean, I assume we each want to carry a potion, then you get the most. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is everybody gets one, and then I'll just get two. And then you just take the revives. Sure. And, and we'll give Schmidt the repels because he hates like bug stuff. <laughs> Question for the DM. Mm -hmm. Does Moo Moo milk expire? Uh, yeah, it's pasteurized pretty well. Um, are you concerned about your stash? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's fine. The cows that this Moo Moo milk comes from are the best cows in the world. The best milk tanks um, and they're like super pasteurized and you don't have to worry about it spoiling for a while. Fantasy milk. Fantasy yeah, milk. There's multiple of that in this campaign. There's the moo milk, and then there's also it's just the existence of cabbage. Yeah. True, you're right. So now, you know, we're just kind of, um, what's the word? Montaging. It's yes. once again like 8 p.m. It's nighttime. Um, you guys are vibing. 
in this place. I mean, it's basically your stronghold at this point. Like, this is this is like a base of operations for you now. Neat. Mark it on the map. I will do that. Home. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Home plenty of rooms. There's basically infinite food, although it could get boring, as Cindy is aware of. You can get sick of it pretty quickly. It's in a nice central location in the region. There's no one else that's here that it seems like. Should we stay we here spend, for night? Or? Yeah, I vote we spend one more night here and then, and then just go make sure to we're rest up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool with that. Um, do any of you, you're feeling much better. You're all rested up. You're dealing with, like, you know, the scene of all the stuff that happened yesterday from, like, a mighty Yenna biting an innocent person on the neck, from dealing with Zoe's burial. And all these crazy cryptic information, you're dealing with the night of getting restless sleep in a house full of wingles. You're dealing with the fact that Pumpkin became a monster and tried to kill you and apparently did kill someone earlier in the day. Uh, you, you, This is the first time in a while where like your head is not cloudy and you could just kind of like do stuff. Do any of you. This, so this is what we call in D&D uh, free time. Do you want to do anything with yourself or with your Pokemon or like maybe do some research or like, you know, run around in the library or do you just want to like rest up? You do like um, a training regimen. You could talk amongst yourselves, whatever you want. Can you describe like the area that we're in? Because I might want to go out with my new Mons and train, especially because like Trevor like evolved. So we're going to like practice maneuvers and stuff. OK, sure. You're because I'm, I'm like starting to I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to get into this battle thing. I see why my son likes it. I've got to invest a little more. <laughs> OK, Um. yeah, you are on Route 123. It's mm-hmm. there isn't a whole lot going on here. There isn't like a, a particularly paved road. It's still just like a dirt road. Uh, yeah. People tend to walk this path if they mm. are heading to on the ferry like to Mount Pyre that and then takes you to Lily Cove City. It's really popular for people. It's the quickest way to go from Mauville to Lily Cove. So that's the right. main reason that people walk up and down this path. It is wooded to the south. Uh, there's a river bank that where Sam crossed the bridge to go to Mauville. That's to the yeah. west. Uh, mm. There's there's that's there's like- light traffic. There's a, a good amount of wooded area Pokemon. It's right on the skirts, okay. outskirts of the jungle. It's, so, it's more okay. rural than it is urban. So I'm thinking that similar to like almost like sitting under waterfall training that mm-hmm. I take my rock and fire Pokemon and then bring them down to the river. And I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to do something weird. And <laughs> I'm going to sit there like we have to tank this and see how you can build up your tolerance to taking this damage. Oh, <laughs> like, that is that is cool. It <laughs> seems to make sense to me. So we're like, OK, everyone's coming out. Even our new our new friend Lebowski. Do you uh, go to the river like to the west where you left with Sam or do you go to the part of the river that's south of the plantation home? Uh, south of the plantation. home. OK, cool. Yeah, it's a little there's way less traffic here and it, the river is a little yeah. bit more calmer and you subject your rock and fire types to the river in yeah. the rain. Well, I'm going to be enthusiastic about it. It's like it's time to train and they're going to be like, yes, like get <laughs> I get excited. We get excited. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... give them all context. For Trevor got a 18. Uh-huh. Toidle also got an 18. Okay. And Lebowski, still still getting his his little non-existent feet wet. Um, got a 10. You plop them down to like, you know, I guess the what would be their ankles or so in the river, and they get battered around a little bit. For the most part, they do pretty well. They kinda hate it, but they understand it's for training purposes, and it's not really hurting them, it's just not really what they're used to. 
Yeah. Um, I could describe that they're taking damage, but this is also like before you go to sleep, so it really doesn't yeah, matter. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's. I do a width of in solidarity too, so I'll roll my own con. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your your check isn't quite as bad. Oh, and my check was so much better. Uh. <laughs> Dirty 23. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to demonstrate to them. It's like, look, guys, it's just like this. And like, you're not a rock, so they don't really like get it. Uh, and it's Poldor. you don't see any um, specific improvements from your Pokemon, but you can tell that they got something out of it. Probably did that. Who else? Team building. Um, Patricia still has a mystery move, right? Um, Yeah, it's like built into Peck. Built into Peck. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I had it in other trees. notes. It's like, so I don't want to just say the like mystery move is, time. is a Peck, but like, I guess I shouldn't put it that way. I just like, Peck is just like your basic lame-ass move, right? So this mystery mm-hmm. move would just go in place of it. Okay, could we spend time investigating what this move is? Sure. Or how, like, how do training you... with it, trying to figure it out? Yeah. What is your method? Um. So there's like a library built in? Mm-hmm. Maybe like going to the library and trying to find something. And if there's not something there, just doing it over and over again until we figure it out. Yeah. What kind of books are you looking for? I don't know. Books on Pokemon. You could go. So like you could do biology. You could do geography of like Alola. You could do um, like maybe Alola. Yeah. This is for Patricia. Oh, oops. I'm not investigating. We've yeah, been yeah, yeah. talking about different Pokemon. My bad. It's not built into Peck. The one for Patricia is just like out there okay my bad this mystery move yeah you could look for a biology book i suppose you could roll an investigation dirty 21 yeah wow you find a like a written pokedex on the pokemon of the hoenn region and you find swablu's page and um it describes really cool aspects about swablu of how they enjoy being hats for people um they are generally very kind-hearted in nature but they can have a destructive side you can turn the page and see on the next page is the Pokemon Altaria, the evolved form of Swablu. And uh, it describes it as a dragon type Pokemon who is known to be very pleasant around people, but have a destructive side when provoked. It is known for its signature move, Dragon Dance. And that's the information that you get out of it. I'm guessing that this move is Dragon Dance or is that all I'm getting out of it with that roll? That's what you get out of the book. Okay. Um, could we like practice the move? Sure. Like just to see if it is actually Dragon Dance. Yeah, give me give me just a straight D twenty. That's the crit. Yeah. Okay. You see this in the book and you're like, huh, I wonder. And you call out Patricia and you just say, you know, I think I have a better idea of what this is. And you give it a try, and Patricia just nails it. Um Patricia no longer has a mystery move, and Patricia just has Dragon Dance as a move. Uh goodbye, safeguard. Uh Cindy's free time and Elodie's free time. Cindy is hanging out with her Pokemon, like not exactly training, but just kind of like hanging out, having some hot cocoa, Mm -hmm. getting everybody to know Pumpkin, like Soli knows Pumpkin, but nobody else does. So having a very chill day, but like still with the intent of like, okay, we're going to continue doing gym battles and stuff like that. Okay. Like visualizing winning, but like not actually physically training. Yeah. Mental, Mental care. You have a good, nice, relaxing time with your Pokemon and your friend Pumpkin. As you're speaking with Pumpkin, roll a d20. 16. How do I want to do this? I could pull aside this, but I don't think I'm going to. You're hanging out. 
with with pumpkin and pumpkin is just so happy you're here pumpkin loves you very much pumpkin gives you a very loving look and it taps a vine in the back of your head very gently and you're granted a little vision you see pumpkin hanging out in the house having a normal day nothing too crazy is going on goji and asai are not anywhere to be seen and then all of a sudden people scary people in uniform charge into the house there's about four or five ordinary looking people and then there is one person a man and he is big he's not quite as big as like the metal bird guy but he is much wider he's probably like six foot five and he's built like a linebacker and they are searching fervently for something pumpkin finds a place to hide and sees as they remove the rug from the from the living room and pull up the floorboard and descend into the basement that you were in Pumpkin gets very scared and has a sense of duty and goes out into the into the berry farm and digs its way into the ground and sees that they are attempting to break into this room where this artifact is kept. This green rock is kept. Uh, Pumpkin implants itself into the wall in in attempt to protect this artifact. And a couple of these grunts uh, tried to break in and you witness a recreation a vision of when pumpkin had to defend himself from a grunt who tried to take this artifact and ended up killing him um eventually upon seeing this the the group retreats they all leave from the home and pumpkin is there under the berry farm waiting in service that's the vision that you get oh pumpkin pumpkin cries a little bit what what the heck it's a psychic type. <laughs> we put our own uh, well. yeah. Whatever. Pumpkin experienced trauma. Okay. You just seem to I'm accept. I'm concerned about you. Yeah. <laughs> you no, seem to just keep seeing you psychic vision. Get the vision you with be psychic type, maybe. But, yeah, but that the issue is not that pumpkin just like oh you got a cool cool. It, it just jabbed a fine into your head and injected a vision. Into your mind, and you're like, that's fine. <laughs> Cindy's been through so much. This is normal now. She got I, the swink vision. She got like, oh, woken up vision, in the middle huh? of the Do night by Zoe. Know about the swink vision, was that ever communicated to us? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we. I think at the beginning Cindy's of the second session, Cindy described it. Yeah, to we were, described it. Yeah. Okay. Is Cindy going to describe this vision to us, or are you keeping it to yourself? It's up to her. Uh, Cindy will tell everybody about the vision, okay. like. Cool. There were more than well, just the one grunt, and they ran away after the guy died. Well, good job, Pumpkin, I guess. Do you say that? <laughs> good job. <laughs> I mean, you gave us a run for our money, but good job defending it. Pumpkin gives you, like, a assuring nod. Okay. You, Cindy got the sense that Pumpkin wasn't really in full control when you confronted him. Right. It was Pumpkin more whatever that stone was that's now part of our big stone. Elodie. We are going to have a little joint baking and karaoke session me and my oh wow karaoke (laughs) that's kind (laughs) of awesome wait schmidt wants to get in on that (laughs) (laughs) okay you can you can join but yeah i imagine like poplio is is, has a very beautiful voice and like mudkip has has uproar so like she's loud but she doesn't sound very good (laughs) And, and cabbage is just beatboxing for them Oh, that <laughs> is, and I'm baking, and Elodie's baking. That is so is sick, man. 
I love the cabbage just beat boxes. I, I like I don't even want to like make you roll. Like that's just so cool. Like I don't want to I don't want to ruin it with a roll. Yeah, imagine if the show gets messed up. Yeah. That oh, that is so oh, sick. How do I That's actually super cool. Permit would like to roll yeah. for how well he sings. Okay. Please be Damn it, I crit. Okay. Yeah, you it's awesome. I, I will to be abysmal but okay are, are did you come alone or did you have your pokemon with you yeah i have my pokemon with me all of them all three of them yeah sure what's the what's the genre of the karaoke uh that's ooh, a good question ooh, ooh. i feel like we should go like broadway like i don't <laughs> although i guess the beatboxing uh so hamilton hamilton yeah we're <laughs> definitely doing like pokemon hamilton oh schmidt would definitely crit doing hamilton yeah, okay. Okay. So, like, so, like, musicals. Yes. Okay. Roll Schmidt. Roll another D twenty. Just a straight D twenty. That's a fifteen. Jessica, ish moving. She loves the music. She's having such a good time, and you you notice that she's she's doing like Broadway style dance moves. It's pretty cool. For the sick performance, I do have to I have to reward Elodie somehow. So I think I'm just gonna give a D eight oh. of inspiration. The LED. Use however she Oh, to me. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, I just I kind of clapped my hands in support of. We were watching this show. Great. <laughs> you all did a little bit of stuff. It some yeah. of it turned out good for you. Some of it turned out informative for you. It's the next morning. It's like you, you guys slept in. D one hundred. Yeah, do it. Do Do I get anything because I have an incubator? Uh, let's give you. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a plus twenty five. Okay. 87. 87. Wow. Yeah, the incubator is clearly working. Oh my god. The Oh no, 87 plus the 25. I just rolled natural 87. Okay, so that's like over 100. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, this thing is wobbling. It's not ready to hatch, but like man, okay. it's never been so cared for in uh, I don't know how long. Hundreds, thousands, maybe millions of years. This is crazy. <laughs> um but it doesn't hatch. But it's a uh, so close. It's it's doing it. Good good job, Toidal. I see it moving now. <laughs> what's uh what's the plan for the day? Uh I think we gotta we gotta Start get heading moving. to Marvel, right? Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna talk to the tiny gang? Or I guess maybe fate will bring us back to them someday. Yes, someday. I I guess we don't know if they're still there. Can we, we write them a letter? Yeah, we're heading to Marvel. Okay. After yeah, we just go to Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, when we get to Marvel, we can check if we. Can. Mm-hmm. I guess we don't know where they live, also, but I don't know. Let's just go to Marvel. Okay, that's fine. You guys march westward to Marvel. It's like nine p.m. or sorry, nine a.m. or ten a.m. Uh, and you walk over to the junction where Sam dropped you off, and you can see. Um, yes. Okay. Pumpkin coming with or no? Pumpkin feels the duty to stay behind and protect the okay. place. Um, okay. Cindy, you can try and talk him out of it. But as per your last kind of emotional discussion in air quotes, because you can't really speak to each other, that's what you picked up. Yeah, I think pumpkin should stay because then they pumpkin will probably keep the place up kept. So that way it won't get like super dirty while mm-hmm. my grandparents aren't there and while we're not there. Back, so we still like have like Mr. a place Mime to stay. Of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mime. That's what yeah. pumpkin wants. And it's very happy that you agree that it's good for that. Mm. You can see to the west across the river are the bustling metropolitan skyscrapers of Mauville City. It is a very industrious cosmopolitan area. Uh, you're at the river where Sam dropped you off, but something is 
different. The bridge that Sam crossed to get there has been slashed in half. Mm. There is a riverbank that is about 20 feet across that you'd have to cross to get there. I think I can cross it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to investigate the, the bridge. Okay, roll it. Now one. You are taking a look at this bridge and you're like, I, I don't know what this is. I, I you know, I can't tell. That bridge is sure broken. I've seen a bridge before. <laughs> What's a bridge? I don't know. And then, and then there's a bit of the sound of very heavy feet landing in the sand behind you. It's none other than the tall metal guy. Oh my god. Oh, this guy. <laughs> he looks at you all and he says, you have something that I want. No, we don't. Oh, God. Oh, God. He says, I don't want to fight. I just want to see it. See what? He's going to try and deceive him and just be like straight up like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, give it a shot. I rolled a two. Okay. You're doing so great. But with my modifiers, (laughs) that's a six. He says, I know that the witch gave it to you. I don't want it for myself. I just need to look at it for a moment. Can I like do like a an uh, like an insight or something? Absolutely. To see if he's being honest? You totally can. Nat twenty. Um. Yeah, you can tell this guy. He's so stoic. He probably cannot lie. Um. I mean, I Someone guess is- can we make sure there's no one else around that's gonna like yoink it from us while he is like. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty quiet. Like only on the other side of the river is there any activity, but where you're at is very rural. There's not really anything going on. I mean, I think ultimately it's your decision, Cindy, but I'm fine with with showing it to him. But he can't touch it. He like says, I feel like if I'm if I'm holding it, like just to make sure um, that he doesn't take it or anything. Can somebody like try and like Oof, what? what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, I was like <laughs> I'm just saying words. Well, that's um, the condition, right? If somebody can, like, protect it or something, I don't know. Look, looky, no touchy. Schmidt commands Quacko to draw a sword, and Quacko will protect Cindy. He says, I don't need to touch it, but I do request that my partner touches it. I just need to look upon it, and that is all that I need. Your partner? He says, yes. And he taps one of his heavy balls, and before you, you see a large raven Pokemon that is completely covered in metal. He says... Yeah. If you're having trouble here, I would not mind granting you passage across this waterway in exchange or any other favor you might need. He Mm. seems pretty desperate. Right. Do you know anything about what this rock does? Would if we let you see it, would you tell us what it does? He says, if it behaves in the way that I believe that it does. Yes. Okay. Well, that's information. Like, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm told. Like, sold yeah, on it. Ultimately, it is up to uh, Cindy, Cindy pulls but... it out of her bag, but keeps, like, a really tight grip on it. This giant man doesn't really have to move at all to get a good look. Again, he's, like, eight feet tall. His large metal bird beside him, which is, like, close to six feet tall. It is very, very large. It is larger than most people. Um, it outstretches a wing, and it taps its feather onto this rock with the diamonds on it. The diamonds glow in color, but they glow in two different colors. One of them lets off a lustrous gray hue, and the other one is kind of a airy, cloudy blue. 
Um, the man peers down at the stone from above and he says, perfect. And he recalls Corviknight and he says, I must leave now. That artifact that you have is a locator. It is a key or a codex, as one might describe. It allows you to find objects of incredible power. And one that I've been seeking my entire life. And he says, would any of you like a ride across this river? Sure. <laughs> he, he throws out his Corviknight and his Skarmory. And they effortlessly carry you across the other side. Mm-hmm. And he says, if that is all. Can we tell him about the, the grunt that died? Nope. nope. Okay. What if he has a family? I don't think this guy's part of the team or anything. I don't, I don't think, think he so would either. know. No, I don't think so. Uh, okay. He seems like not part of it's kind of thing on his own. Yeah. yeah. Can I just ask, like, what are what are you looking for? He says, I'm looking for something that was removed from my family generations ago. And to restore mm. honor, I must bring it back. Samurai type. Gotcha. He grabs on to the talon of Skarmory and takes off to the north unless you stop him. We won't. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. He does that. I um, yell at him as he goes, and I'm like, goodbye, bird friend. He, let me see. I'm going to roll for this. He's pretty stoic. Yeah, he gives you, like, a very slight wave. He just kind of, like, hey. lifts up his other hand and <laughs> he waves it to you. New um, eight-foot-tall friend. <laughs> so, with that, you all march into Marvel City. Some immediate points of interest stand out to you. Besides the hordes and hordes of people and traffic and Pokemon and vehicles and bird Pokemon flying around everywhere, uh, you each are notice some important looking buildings. There's a Pokemon gym. Very, very clearly. Couldn't be anything else. There's skyscrapers, commercial district that are full of offices, businesses, all that jazz. There's so much activity here. Um, There is a cultural center with a large performing arts building. It says um, MPAC, the Mauville Performing Arts Center. There is a building that stands out from the rest because it is not made from steel and glass. It is made from marble and stone, and it seems to be a place of worship, and it is unlike all the other buildings there. And in the center of town, at a gazebo, is a statue of a woman. She is in a ceremonial outfit of some sort, and she stands very tall. This is a very large, pretty modern statue. And there's a plaque on the front that reads Champion May, Hero of the Hoenn Region. And without getting too far into it, if there's anything you'd like to do. We um, could be checking out that Performing Arts Center later. Yeah. Casinos yeah. <laughs> and or clubs. <laughs> there is, in fact, a casino. And you, there's definitely some nightlife around here for sure. Okay. It's a little early in the day to go to a club, but there's one that you can (laughs) see just the part of the district that is closest to your attention. The Noisy Chatot, the name of a club that you can see. Noisy Chatot. Okay. And I think with that is where we will call the session tonight. Thank you for listening to this week's session of Dunsparce and Drampa. If you're enjoying the series, be sure to follow or subscribe and visit the links in the description or by visiting linktree slash Dunsparce. We would like to give special thanks to listeners Omega and Mel. 
these two amazing, wonderful, incredible people are our latest patrons on our Patreon. By supporting the campaign, they gain access to all sorts of extra content, including extra recordings, exclusive artwork, the ability to directly add content to the story, sneak peeks at future projects, and more. You can find them at patreon.com slash dunsparse or by finding the link on our Linktree page. See you all next week. The current scent where you are is very dank. Yeah. And not like that. It's dank like it's like musty. (laughs) There's a weed down here. No one was there. And then you brought us there. I know. Well, I'm sure one of you is farm. We don't know what else they're farming. The real (laughs) cash crop, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, what were your grandparents farming over here? (laughs) They're just really good at berries. Picture Bill's eyes are bloodshot for a reason, guys. Oh. Richie, Richie, it's literally bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>